Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Job Logs, a podcast that features candid conversations with young professionals about work, life, and everything in between. Hey, everybody. I'm Courtney. Hey, I'm Hamas Parker. That's not your name. <laughs> My name is Joy Marie Parker, and this is Job Logs. Welcome to another session of, you know, just talking a little work, work. Yeah, or your group chat girlfriend, yes. your career confidants, all of that. Yes, and for today's show, we're talking about learning. Learning. Yeah, you know, it doesn't stop once you get that little piece of paper You're right. from your institution. You're right, okay, so what uh, are we exploring? Yeah, just exploring tools for learning okay. and bettering yourself, professional development. Love it, darlings. love it, love it. But first, we always like to start these episodes with a check-in. Mm-hmm. We call it our clock-in, see how we're both doing yes. personally and professionally. Yes. So important to do with your friends. Yes. Courtney, what's up? You know what? I have an unpopular. I never thought I would say this, but I'm <laughs> going to say it. I want fall. You want fall? I don't care. Autumn? Autumn. The season? Yes. Okay. September. Why? September. It's so hot. It is hot. But other than it being hot, I just, yeah, I'm kind of ready for a little shift in energy. Okay. This year can close itself right on out. Oh, it's been all trash. right. <laughs> It's been utter trash. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, But I was reading, (laughs) as you guys know from earlier episodes, if Mm -hmm. you've been following, I've been on my book binge for the summer. Book club. I love this quote from The Mothers, which was a fiction novel that I was starting. I mean, I just finished it by Jennifer Gilmore. And she says, if spring is rebirth, September is for remaking. Hmm. And I really responded to that. September in particular. September, because like the start of fall. Mm. Like once that summer ends, you start coming into that fourth quarter. Okay. You start wrapping fourth up. Fourth quarter, you girl. Know, don't you stress me out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my birthday is in October, so right. I will take so it. So it's like you start wrapping up the year, yeah. starting the new one. That's true. So I am. And okay. this is a good episode, because when this comes out, it'll be timed really nicely to kind of for learning develop yourself get ready for that new the season. school year i really do miss back to school time yeah like have these commercials with these children in their backpacks and their fresh school supplies like it's a fresh start fresh start you know i stand yeah. for a fresh start during Me the year too. too it don't have to be new year i think that's what it mm-hmm. is i just i'm ready for a fresh start love it what okay. about you okay well i in addition to focusing on my finances have also been committed to working out And healthier living. Oh, my God. Y'all know it's a journey, so I'm going to talk about it a couple of times as I'm on the journey. But specifically for me, I'm targeting improving my metabolism Mm. because my energy was low earlier in the year. I wasn't taking vitamins. And then also losing weight, all in the hopes of just healthier, Mm -hmm. happier, more productive, more present um, at work. So I joined my company's gym. And I've been doing cardio maybe like three times a week or so, so at least. Um, And I've been using the Couch to 5K app. Have Mm -hmm. you heard of it? Yeah, I've heard. Okay, cool. So it's like guided uh, running Uh to get you basically from your couch (laughs) to a 5K. (laughs) Uh, It's been working so far. I'm like week six, I think. Oh, exercise. (laughs) 
That is something. You have, I have feelings. Master. <laughs> I feel like I need like an activity, mm. like a fitness, like class activity, like a sport or a hobby. Oh, sport. Zox sports. A yeah. lot of people love those, the leagues. Oh, so really? you basically well, sign up. Those. Yeah, you can sign up through your company a lot of times or just join a random league. I know it's Okay, let me, let me rewrite this. Okay. Re- 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 I don't <laughs> no. want to do anything where we're a ball. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I don't want well, like, have... like maybe a martial arts. Oh. Like an activity. I don't okay. Want to play people but do you thing. are you interested in doing that activity with a group of people you're familiar with and see week? I mean, we could all be in the same. What is it? A dojo? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that thing is, we can all train at the same place. Mm. We can fight. Mm. But I don't want to be like I'm not good with the flying object. The flying object. Okay, girl, got you, got you. Well, you keep me posted. Um, oh, I did yeah. take a couple random class passes, which were fun. So maybe that oh, could yeah. be cool to look into. You that's can true. always Google a good promotion with them. So Cute. yeah, that's true. I need to get on like Group One or something. Yeah, get you a discount, take a oh, class, try child. something else. I will miss say though, days. I did West African dance with yeah. one of Beyonce's choreographers, <laughs> and I played. <laughs> myself i yeah. played myself <laughs> okay it was like a two-hour class there was yeah, live dance classes are long listen because you have to memorize the choreo which which I didn't is realize. hard people don't realize that's what? very hard to do let me tell y'all it's different than a two-step honey <laughs> sure put me in the back of the class but it's okay because i tried it and we realized like, it's i'm not fine for back me. here thank you <laughs> So this is a segment of the show where we share a rant, a rave, or a product service tool review that's either positively or negatively impacting our professional lives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're talking about learning and all of that, the spirit of knowledge yes. and continued education. Yes, darling. What are you doing today? Um, I'm doing a review. Okay. Um, I'm trying Skillshare. Hmm. If you're not familiar with Skillshare... It's like a catalog of video-based courses online. Okay. Um, there are lots of classes you can pay for the membership. That's where most of the classes are housed under. I think normally it costs like nine ninety-five a month, mm. but they have this promo. I'll tweet the, my I'll tweet my <laughs> promo link for you guys. Where it's like ninety-nine cents a month oh. for like three months, which oh. is why I'm trying. Nice, <laughs> nice. But I like it because you can even, it's months and months, so if you just okay. want to take a few classes for a month, and just get it out it. the way. And all the classes are super short, like they're usually, nice. they're broken up into segments, but all together they're usually under an hour okay. once you bundle them. And, and they're administered online. Right, it's a video okay. course. They do okay. some in-person stuff in like New York and Cali, but, okay. um, and they're, I like it because they're project-based, mm. so it's, it'll be around, you can do everything, they have a lot of creative stuff marketing they have Mm -hmm. photography classes yeah um and then you close it out by doing a project okay and then you can post your project and then like share and comment on other people's work oh cool yeah yeah so i did really enjoy i took one on like storytelling fundamentals Mm -hmm. um and it was with like an author Mm. oh author of like science fiction and he talked about like the fundamentals of story mm-hmm. and I liked it because it was like I got through the class in like a Saturday morning okay so it's like I could watch it what's the class portal is there so there's like workbooks worksheets videos is there an interactive component well I think it depends each teacher kind of okay. designs their own and okay. you can also put your own classes on there like anybody oh. can teach a class well hey should, yeah 
make mm-hmm. a coin. Okay. Make a coin if you know a little something. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Yeah, so some teachers will have, like, attachments of, like, workbooks and stuff to, like, go further. And others will just be like, well, this is, like, after each segment, they want you to do something. Mm. So it's cool because it's very much, it's by practitioners. So it's, like, by people who really know what they're doing and just kind of sharing. Okay. All right, learn you something on today. Give it a try. Um, So I'm doing a rave. What's up? Similarly, but I'm talking about work-sponsored learning. okay? Okay. And this is the learning that you get feel free to you that your company <laughs> pays for. Nice. I think a lot of us uh, work at corporations and we overlook a lot of the learning mm-hmm. options. So I'm gonna list a couple that uh, I'm familiar with just from current or past roles that might be options to you as well, depending on where you work or even if you're c- contracting or freelancing okay. at a corporation. So memberships, a lot of companies offer complimentary mm. memberships. I know an old job of mine offered us all, all employees got membership to lynda.com yeah. for free. And so definitely take advantage of any memberships that your company might offer. Internal trainings and courses. I think a lot of us roll our eyes and turn our nose up at like company trainings. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times there's some valuable information there. Mm. Um, we have, at my current company, we kind of have mandatory trainings everyone has to take every year. Um, about just the industry and marketplace. But then also there are additional ones you could just sort of opt into for free mm-hmm. that are administered online, sometimes in person. Thirdly, I'd say like sponsored conferences. Mm-hmm. So you might have to pitch to attend one, but if you can make the case to your boss or your team about what information you can bring back to the office, how the conference might benefit you in your role, or you know, say that I'm gonna widely distribute the recap to the whole business or the whole department to really kind of help at a broad level. And mm-hmm. so I'm bringing all of this insight back to a large organization. Those can be scenarios where people can consider sponsoring you to go to a conference. Yeah. Um, And then I'd say other things like employee resource groups or business resource groups. So if you have uh, like a black employee network or an Asian employee network or whatever the case is, however your company labels these networks, a lot of times they bring in really cool uh, guests or hosts or do like panel discussions. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of the plug with the outside world, too. So you can get a lot of information that way. Um, And then also just explore, like, if your company gets you access to libraries, museums, databases, all types of other ways that you can learn. Or memberships, too. Like, memberships to different associations. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Make them pay. So, you know, I was researching some stuff for this episode and I was thinking my question in mind as Mm -hmm. I was researching was like why is learning important like why make this effort because I mean you could you go to work you get your check yeah your life is funded keep moving like why make this effort to continuously improve Mm. and then I came across this quote by Tom Peters he's a business writer and he says a career is a portfolio of projects that teach you new skills Gain you new expertise, develop new capabilities, grow your colleague set, and constantly reinvent you as a brand. So kind of thinking as your career as, not as a job, but as just this, like, continuous journey. journey yeah. And, have, and just scenarios where you learn new things. Yeah. So really, as part of your job should be Always learning, learning yeah. Always learning. Always, always improving learning. and, and having better. this curiosity. For sure. Yeah. And, I mean, the nature of the time that we live in, a lot of times, like, the job you're training for doesn't really mm. exist. Like, I'm in yeah. digital marketing. Yep. When I was dreaming of becoming, like, 
a news anchor or something. That no one was doing yeah. digital marketing. So to prepare for something that doesn't exist, you really have to kind of stay on your toes. And yeah. I think learning also brings innovation mm-hmm. and infuses your business with what's new, what's relevant, right? Because yeah. learning is about connecting with the information outside of just yes. your jo- job function. And so a lot of times people, a lot of times when you're interviewing, you want to look for people who just have an insatiable appetite to learn because Mm -hmm. you know they're going to bring new ideas, new suggestions to the business and to their role. Yeah. And I like how you said about learning things outside. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, yeah, you can do like the certifications and you know, definitely learn more about your field. Mm-hmm. But I think even things that you see as a hobby, yeah, like that's still learning something and yeah. that's still valuable. Yeah. I always think about that anecdote about Steve Jobs where he took like a calligraphy class. Oh, did he? And, yeah, he did a calligraphy <laughs> class because, you know, he's such a hippie. And, <laughs> and he was saying how that really informed how he designed mm. Apple's products, like the spacing mm. and like all these, and the line and all okay, these other things. Okay, yeah, the aesthetic. His, yeah, design later on. Yeah. So you never know like where you can pull Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about some alternatives to just higher education. Because sometimes it's just about, like, go back to school. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in school now. And I think the main thing that I learned from going back to school is that you really need to know why you're going Mm. back before you go back. Mm. Like, when I'm in orientation and people are just like, I just can't even find myself. It's like, (laughs) really? For (laughs) (laughs) $120,000? Right. And it's just like, you really need to know, like, what is this degree getting me? What door is it opening? How, what am I getting out of this experience? So that's Mm. a, and it's a huge, like, monetary drain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder, what do you think about certifications? And people are always trotting out certifications. It's kind of like a, you know, degree light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in my world, in my circle, they haven't been as relevant. Mm-hmm. But I know in certain fields, if you're working in finance or consulting, there are some mandatory certifications mm-hmm. you're going to have to get. Um, just to ensure everyone has the same base level of knowledge about certain things, right? Yeah. So I think when they're necessary, definitely do them, get them done. Um, I think depending on your goals to your point and where you are, if you can't, if you are... Thinking about going back to grad school or something like that, don't have the money or aren't you're still on the fence about it. A class or a certification could be a good way to test it out mm. and to test the program out and to learn things kind of at your own pace. Yeah. So I like them in that regard as an option. I don't yeah. think they're necessary. Yeah, I don't think people should spend them as this is the way to enter a new field because mm. I don't feel like a certification is enough to separate you from someone mm. who has that full degree. Yeah. But it's more like an edge. Yeah. It's more like giving you the edge. I looked into it and the top five paying certifications, Yeah. the top four all have to do with tech. So and I think oh, that's really, really yeah, the field exactly. where they're more you can necessary. get yeah you can get the most because it shows that you know your skills are up to date it yeah. shows that um, kind of just again that's separated from your peers yeah. and that you can market yourself I, yeah and the show. but I was surprised to see <laughs> my mother's gonna kill me because I. <laughs> I remember doing my spell of unemployment like after college. My mom was like, why don't you get your project management certification? Oh, really? I was like, girl, bad. <laughs> but it is. It's number five. Oh, project management. Project management Number five in terms of. Of top paying certification. Oh, nice. Which nice. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like every industry has mm. a need for management. Mm-hmm. So that's a step. One of my favorites, though, I you know, as I did the review on Skillshare, I love 
all of the online resources that we have available now. Yes. Like there's really no excuse to be stagnant. Yes. yes, you never, you don't have to come out of pocket with a coin if you don't have it and you don't want to. There is so much available to us for free. Yeah, and I'll Even post Wikipedia. I mean, real. hello. When you real. open up Although, a Wikipedia. do double any, check your Of course, of course. <laughs> but like just reading through those, you mm-hmm. just learn so much. There's so much shared information mm-hmm. um, online for sure. Yeah, I'm going to post a link to a list that has more okay. in depth of all the online learning platforms. But a okay. couple of my favorites, um, Coursera, mm-hmm. which is the one that partners with lots of universities in the United States. Mm. They recently, though, introduced specializations. And they have 10 course pathways that will lead to a certification from university. And is this, these are uh, courses you pay for? I think Coursera is free. Oh, really? Yeah, double check. Okay. I want to say that, though. Um, Then you also mentioned Linda, Mm -hmm. um, Khan Academy. Mm. I've heard great things about They have the micro lectures. And it's like every freaking thing is manageable from math, science, economics, humanities, programming. Nice. And then, of course, Code Academy, Mm. if you're looking to get into coding. I love Code Academy. Some people don't. I'm not familiar. But it's literally, it's an interactive um, platform. So Mm. it's like you write... You're literally writing code and like testing it, yeah. And it, it progressively gets harder. Okay, it's, it feels very gamey when you're okay. playing it. Okay, so I enjoyed that. I love that. I uh, when I was younger, definitely self-taught HTML, CSS, all of that. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, it's very possible to yeah. build a foundation in coding. Yeah, just for, teaching yourself. Yeah, for real. And um, but for some alternatives, like if you don't want to go that route, mm-hmm. one thing I feel like people overlook is reading mm, is a form of development. True, a biography is a ready-made mentor. True, I feel like true. you can really learn from people's. Yeah, past. yeah, that's true. I need to do more of that. Are there any biographies you recommend highly? What have you read lately? I haven't read a lot of bi- great biographies lately. I I um recently read uh, I think I talked about it in a couple episodes ago. DVF's Diane von oh, Furstenberg, really? yeah, the woman yeah, I yeah. wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like in fashion and she's like in high society mm-hmm. with all of these things I can't she's relate she, she, she. to, of course. <laughs> but I loved it just as a woman and just really about finding your voice and, mm-hmm. and speaking up and things like that. And so kind of. To your point, that's true, is when you read, you don't have to go through the experience. You can learn from someone else's experience. Learn from somebody else's mistakes. (laughs) Um, And also, YouTube adults. YouTube. I will fall down a rabbit hole of, like, (laughs) keynote speeches and, like, panels. I have definitely stalked Ava DuVernay. Mm. Like, she gives such good speeches, and I'll just go down a hole. Oh, TED Talks, too. Yeah, TED Talks. And they come with transcriptions. They do. So you can read and watch. Yes. Yeah, those are totally free to get into online. So we have all these resources at our fingertips. Um, And I think the point is, like, there's no excuse to not... Always be learning. Always be learning. Always be learning. Seriously. Learning. And my last tip for finding learning opportunities is really pay attention to your institutions and your professional organizations. So whether it's your school, whether it's a library, a lot of people have like panels and workshops that are free that you can go to and really 
just sharing information, networking with people on the basis of not just like, can I get a job, but like, just what can you learn from different people? Yeah, for sure. I would, you know, to that point, I think learning is really a mindset too, right? Mm. Because you can do all of these things. You can watch TED Talks and go to panels, but if you aren't open-minded to learn and to receive feedback and information and then take that and apply it to your life. I was going to say, like, you have to apply it. You have to. So if you're just like going to these places and not doing anything. That's not enough. It's not enough to just show up you yeah. have to there's work that needs to be done uh in terms of retention and then applying it yes yeah, so i think whether you just finish reading a book taking a course listening to a tech talk trying like write down like two big takeaways that and actionable takeaways that you can apply i love that love it Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right, Joy, let's open up the floor to our listeners. Let's. We put out a call, mm. call to arms, if you will. We wanted to find out um, what are your best resources for integrating learning into your life? What are your tools? What are your strategies? Yes. And here's what you guys had to say. My name is Diamond Newman. I'm a library associate uh, located in Washington, D.C. Um, what I would say my tools and strategies are for staying sharp um, would be, number one, to enroll in an online class. Um, I enrolled in a grant-making class over the summer, and it was pretty awesome, and it was pretty cheap. Um, it was only $115, um, and they go as low as free. <laughs> so take advantage of those. Anything that you want to learn, there is a class for that online. Hey, job blogs. What up? It's your girl, Regina. My go-to places to learn new information are lynda.com, that shit rocks, Reddit, and Audible. Not audiobooks, Audible. My name is Anim Awe, and some of the things I do to stay sharp is first and foremost, always reading. I think reading is incredibly important. Actually, believe it or not, I don't love it, but I know there's just always something that I can learn, always some new information out there, always some way to restructure how I look at things. So reading is the first important thing. Um, the second thing I would say is read, 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 read any and everything that you can online. Um, I love reading business articles. Um, I love Fast Company, Inc.com, Black Enterprise. I also love to stay culturally aware. So I love my Essence magazine um, or Essence Online. I love Clutch Mag Online. Um, and just, you know, we, we waste a lot of time on the internet and that's just the way it is. So how about we waste time to learning 
from the internet. Um, secondly, just surrounding myself um, with people who are sharp and not even just surrounding myself physically, but the people I follow on social media, the people that, you know, I follow on Twitter, Instagram, things like that, things I'm exposing myself to. I want to make sure that I'm exposing myself and surrounding myself with people who are sharp because like they say, iron sharpens iron, right? So I think that's the second point in staying sharp and, you know, staying, uh, you know, constantly learning new things. Um, the third thing I would say is talk to your peers, talk to your friends, talk to your colleagues. All of us um, can learn from each other by just talking. I have a ton of friends who are in various fields and I learn a lot of expertise from them through their experiences. You don't have to be enrolled um, at Harvard to be an expert when you can just call up a friend, ask him or her a question, and you know something new. And then my last point is just forcing myself out of my comfort zone. Um, I think nothing happens when you stay within your comfort zone, you know, and staying complacent in many ways. So forcing myself to try something new every week or every day, challenging myself. Maybe it's like going to the gym three days a week as opposed to just two. So challenging my uh, self, my own personal beliefs, and again, just forcing myself out of my comfort zone is another important thing. So those are my three points. And thank you, ladies, again, for everything that y'all do because I truly appreciate it. Love your podcast. Listen to it, especially before interviews or big meetings or big presentations. So keep up the great work. Bye. All right, guys, it's time for Ask Job Blogs. This is a part of the show where we address your questions. Um, if you have a question, feel free to submit it to us at joblogs.com slash askjoblogs. And we have a question from Twitter, actually. So you guys can tweet us anytime. Um, how do I politely and strategically say that salary ain't cutting? <laughs> also, is it best to have the negotiation conversations via email or on the phone. Hmm. I'm interested if this is like for a position they're applying for. Or already in. Or already in. Interesting. Hmm. I read it as something you're applying for. Okay. Um, but yeah, I feel like that it'd be two sort of separate sets of answers. First, I'd say go back and listen to episode 14, mm-hmm. um, the switch up that we had with Ariel Lopez. She's a career coach. She drops a few strategies for going through a negotiation. Again, the way I was reading this, it sounds like maybe you've already been presented with an offer yeah. and want to negotiate or counteroffer. So I would recommend always start with doing your research mm-hmm. on like what you know, going market rate is for that position. You don't want to be talking 150K when the role typically pays 40. Right. Um, So do your research just to get you in the ballpark region or area of what that job um, typically goes for. You can look at similar roles at your specific company. Glassdoor is a great tool. Um, Or you can just look at roles in other industries or similar industries to get a sense. Also, take a look at the scope of the work that you're going to be doing in this new role. I think a lot of times when we go into salary negotiations or think about our salaries, like we are thinking about the bills that we have to pay Mm. and what's going on in our lives and how expensive it is to live in New York City or whatever the case is. But that's not, you know, that's not really a factor 
in salary negotiation, it's more important in terms of thinking through the actual job that you're going to be doing. And yes, the market matters. So, in, you know, you'll be getting paid differently in New York than you would in Nebraska somewhere. Right. But think really about what they're asking you to do in that new role and position your offer based on your actual job responsibilities, which should also be encouraging because it means you're not getting paid based on your past work experience exclusively either. Like, don't ever let people give you a number just based on what you did in the past. No, you need to get paid for the work that you're actually going to be doing in that role. And then some other tips that I'd suggest is just like, some suggest that you can ask what the typical range is for others in that company with that position. So, you know, I've read around that some people, I haven't done this, but some people will ask to whoever the hiring manager is like, what are others getting paid? Um, Ask what they've budgeted for that job and say that you'll consider a reasonable offer. I think a lot of that thinking comes from not putting your eggs on the table first. Yeah. I've heard that like in salary negotiations, it's best to kind of let them come to you with something Mm -hmm. first. I don't know if that's like real or not, but it's a strategy. Definitely don't commit to anything too early. So once you are starting to be presented with a number... Ask about the whole compensation package, the offer letter, benefits, vacation. That's true, because, I mean, compensation doesn't mean just the money. salary, right. There's other things of value that you can get here, especially if maybe there's a budget constraint or something. Mm. There's some workarounds. Like, get that vacation time. Working from home. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. being virtual or flexibility. So those are definitely some things, too. And then once they do come back with that compensation package, exactly, like, to not committing early to the point of not committing too early, you can say some things like, oh, I'm really excited for the opportunity, which is where you express your interest. Um, Given my expertise and the scope of the role, could you please have the team take a second look? I would like to be more in this range, right? Mm -hmm. You should definitely quantify your value and performance, whether that's cost savings that you're bringing to the company. Maybe you're going to be doing the work of two people instead of, you know, one or whatever the case is so think through that and then also i don't know courtney how you feel about this but like mentioning competitive offers if you have them on the table is that something you've ever done like if you're interviewing at multiple positions bringing in competitive oh, I mean, offers I'm definitely, as, as i don't leverage. know i don't think i've ever like named a number but i've definitely like to put pressure on a situation mm. I'm like oh and i'm also interviewing <laughs> here, here, here here and here, here. just so you know <laughs> just so you know <laughs> And then to answer your other part of your question around verbally versus in writing, I would say the discussion is a great like verbal discussion because you want to go back and forth, but get anything that is like solidified in writing. So whatever they agree to, if it is going to be adding, you know, the virtual component so you can work from home, get that put in your contract. Also, alternatively, if they can't give you what you want right now, you can look at asking to revisit your salary in like six months Mm -hmm. um, or a year or something like that. So get that put in writing as well. But good luck. Keep us posted. Now it is the wonderful time of the show for Hired and Fired. This is the segment where we give props, our kudos and shout outs to people in pop culture and media who are doing things we just admire, want to get with, bring them on the money team, Mm -hmm. or we serve up termination papers to people who are not. So Courtney's up this week in the hiring seat or firing seat. What are we doing today? We're hiring. Yes. Okay. And we are hiring MIT. MIT. Like the whole thing. Okay. 
the whole the educational institution. The institution. I love it. Um, and I'm hiring them because I saw some really cool news recently. Um, they're doing a pilot program to offer free online classes mm. in its supply chain management master's program. Mm. So what they're doing is they're offering students, their online students. If you didn't know MIT's, like a part of Coursera and like mm-hmm. iTunes University, they have like all types of free classes available mm. online. So definitely check that out. But they've taken it to another level by offering those students online the option of earning a MicroMasters credential. Oh, okay. All you have to do, you pay a $1,500 fee, mm. which I know is a little steep, but stay with me. It's and MIT, it's right? MIT. Okay. <laughs> and you pass an exam after you take these online courses. Okay. If you earn the credential, you can complete your second semester on MIT's campus and you pay $33,000. That's half the cost mm, of their year-long program. Got it. So basically, they're kind of using um, the internet to really open up their admissions. Mm. So like, it's, oh, listen, wow. if you show you can do the work, we'll you can let come. You in. Yeah, you can come into our program. Oh wow, I so love I that. I really love that. That is the I way that, that. Um, their school's president said that anyone who wants to be here now has a shot to be here. That is amazing. And I think that's such a great platform. Yeah. An initiative. And you know, educational institutions are notorious for just having sort of disconnected and antiquated practices that mm-hmm. don't, don't really reflect the real workforce. And so I think this is such an innovative way to like tap into the new way of learning, like the new way that people consume content and learn and also get like fresh new blood. Yeah, it really hits on a lot of issues that yeah. the education system is dealing with. Yeah. Like some people don't test well and the mm-hmm. credentials kind of discriminate against some people. So to show that like, listen, if you do the work, yeah. you can earn your place here. Can you imagine if we did that in the job force, the <sighs> workforce? Like, listen, if you could do the project, yeah, you could have a spot here. That's real. Hello. Like, kudos to MIT. I hope they, like, open it up to more um, degree courses and just, that would be amazing. Yeah, love that. Hey, y'all. Well, thanks for listening, tuning in, sticking with us. We love y'all. Hopefully you found some useful information to help you learn something new. Yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Let us know what you guys are consuming, what you're using, how it's going. Mm -hmm. We're right alongside you in this journey. And we also want to hear from you guys. So if you have any questions about career and life that you want to post to us or our larger community, Mm -hmm. hit us up at joblogs.com slash askjoblogs and your question may appear on the show. Yeah, absolutely. As always, visit joblogs.com for more articles, resources, and amazing content to help you on your professional journey. And listen, if you love the show, like what we're doing here, have found anything that we've discussed useful, leave us a rating. Leave us a review on iTunes. We always appreciate our rating and reviews and can't thank y'all enough for the ones you've left to date. All right, guys. Follow us all over the place on the web at joblogs. Oh, and we're getting into Insta stories, okay? Oh, cute. We're, we're tapping into them a little bit. So follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram for show to see some of our behind the scenes from these studio sessions. Love it. Um, I am Hamus Parker around the web. I'm Cleve Out Loud. Bye. See ya. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.